Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, jury, daily, dot com. Nailed it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope everybody had a really good weekend. A nice, luxurious, long four-day weekend for many. I mean, it wasn't much different for me. Like, I fucking just sit in my apartment all the time anyway, so, like, wasn't that big of a deal. But, 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 I'm telling you. Uh, welcome. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Jury Daily Program. My name is Justin Robert Young. I do it on the daily. So I wake up this morning. First things first, I was up way too late watching Stranger Things Season 3. I like the last few episodes. Listen to the Weird Things podcast to be on more. I just thought it was just a lot of talking. Man, they talk a lot. Monsters are chasing you. Like, contain your feelings. And your singings. Beyond that, wake up in a weird mood, man. My energy's thrown off. I've been used to, I've been like real responsible lately. I've been intensely responsible lately, making sure that I go to bed around 10 to 11. I'm up at 5.50 every goddamn morning. But I went to bed at like 1 o'clock, like 1.20. I'm getting much less sleep. So I'm in a weird mood. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm in a weird mood. So there was uh, the sporting event over the weekend, the Women's World Cup. I was so excited about it that I forgot it was on until halftime. Thankfully, there was no score. So I watched the second half. U.S. scored a penalty kick. U.S. scores another goal. They win 2-0. They win the Women's World Cup. Now, this Women's World Cup was controversial for a couple different reasons. Number one, Megan Rapino, the uh, person who was eventually crowned the the golden ball and the golden boot of the tournament, being the highest scorer and the MVP, she uh, was is very active. They had this thing about uh, them getting paid a lot less than the men on uh, for for the men's national team, who by the way lost to Mexico. Last, you know, last night too so there's that they want equal pay and that's a, a that's a big concept man I, I i i was trying to make jokes i was trying to make jokes on twitter about like oh uh, uh the u.s women's team realizing that they're in a lawsuit with uh the the national federation over uh, a pay raise and i put the rihanna like bitch better have my money bitch better have my money gif right below and then, of course, I, I got people coming at me like, ah, they are getting paid plenty. And uh, they, they, you know, they don't 
deserve whatever. And I'm like, well, no, he was he was pulling like a like it was a free market kind of thing. And that's the weird thing is that like I'm not that dude. Like I'm not the the women should absolutely be paid whatever the men do because there are some economic realities that go into the men getting paid bigger specifically in that there is a bigger tournament that they are a part of. And so therefore the financial windfall, not only on television rights, but also on uh, a prize money and stuff like that is going to be a little bit bigger, but, but you can believe in those realities and still say, you want to know what? This is the most dominant, uh, one of the most dominant international franchises. The United States has ever fielded in a growth industry there are rising ratings for these things. Again, it was only invented. The Women's World Cup was only invented in the early 90s. We're, we're, we're still, it's still a relatively young thing. We have a commodity here. You know, it deserves a raise. I'm not saying it's exactly there. I'm not saying that you got to pay him a uh, penny for penny. I'm not trying to uh, uh, invent things, man. I, just people get so wrapped up. Because you want to know what? That dude, I'll guarantee you, that dude is really not digging into the spreadsheets of how much the U.S. Soccer Federation makes. I guarantee you that. Because he's not a, he's not really making a point about the equal pay thing. And so similarly, this is, this is, this is where else it went. I was like, well... I'm looking at my phone, and next thing you know, what do I see? What do I see? People on the internet saying that Megan Rapino stepped on the flag deliberately during her World Cup celebration. And initially, I was like, what the fuck? Man, I know she made some comments, you know, uh, uh, you know, derisive toward Donald Trump. Donald Trump pushed back. Like, I get that, but stepping on the flag deliberately oh my god that is a bridge too far i do think that like that is that is a line that we probably should not cross so i'll go and look at it and i'd actually watch this moment uh i, I watched this moment happen live as it turns out i mean this wasn't even megan rapino megan rapino may or may not her foot might have touched it but like uh, uh, it was during the celebration, the, the women went on over to the fan attendant side. Now, this tournament is in France, by the way. France. So they go over to that side, and they're doing this thing that I guess happens in soccer because the, the trophy's fairly light, where you like, you're hunched over and you're holding the trophy, or if you're next to the person holding the trophy, then you're like, you have kind of like jazz hands down low. And then you go, oh, oh, and then everybody puts their hands up. So at some point, one of the ladies drops the American flag. She was waving the American flag. She drops the American flag because Mega Rapino is going to do the oh, oh thing. Drops it on the floor. So the lady runs over, grabs it. In that time, it's unclear from the video footage that maybe Megan Rapino did step. Maybe she did step on the flag. Maybe. Now you can make the argument on whether or not it was deliberate or not. And to be totally honest, I don't really want to have that conversation. Because just like that dude on Twitter who was going to go to the mattresses about exactly what the market would bear for the U.S. Soccer Federation, this isn't really about that. It's not. 
It honestly is not. It's a political thing because Megan Rapino said something politically divisive. And whether or not you believe that it is right, we can believe it's right, and we can say it's politically divisive. I'm sure people will be like, oh, okay, well, uh, 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 liberals are too sensitive. Whether or not you are right, it is divisive. So why don't we just stick to that? Like, I guess this is the thing about the culture war, right? The culture war rages because if one unprovable thing exists, then we need to seek hard evidence as to why. It is not just that this is bad. It is not just that our society is eroding. It is that these are either the root causes or concrete symptoms of it. When really it can just be like, hey, look, people hate the president. People have hated the president for before there was a president. That's fine. People can hate the president. People can love the president, too, by the way. I think that's fine, too. It's a fine thing to do. If we want to talk about politics, then let's talk about politics. But why does politics have to be about everything? Oh, my God. That's why I split this show off so I could not talk about politics on another show. And here I am talking about politics. So, uh, you ever wonder what millennials bitch about? I mean, a lot of y'all are millennials that are listening to me. You, you could probably just listen to your heart. You could probably just listen to yourself. Just know, believe in thyself. You could probably do that, and you would know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Uh, uh, but for those of you who have not yet captured your inner self and uh, have become self-directed, here's this article. From CNBC, I want to give a big shout out to Open Bayou, who uh, put this in our Discord, Jury Stories. Had a bunch of get through over the weekend. Headline, I've been a millennial therapist for more than five years and this is their number one complaint. How can you not click on that, huh? Making all that money, all that ad money for CNBC. So here's the runners up. I'm worried I'll never make enough to retire. I feel like a failure. I don't know if I'm setting up for adult life in the right way. All right, those are honorable mentions. Here's the number one. I have too many choices and I can't decide what to do. What if I make the wrong choice? Now, I'm not even going to read you the rest of this uh, uh, because it's like sound advice uh, and you're not here for that. You're here for what I have to say. So I'll tell you what I have to say. And this is something that... For whatever reason, I don't know. Every once in a while, people come to me for advice. I don't know why. Probably because they talk a lot. And they just know that they'll definitely get an answer. And there's one thing that you will probably not get with me is uh, for you to say, Justin, I have a really big decision. And for me to say, I mean, whatever. Just do whatever. Because I like talking too much. I'm going to talk about shit. I'm going to talk about exactly what is on my mind. So. Some people have asked me questions like this before. They've, they've said, all right, Justin. I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You know, because I saw this in college, too. People would be like, afraid to change a major, afraid to do this, afraid to do that. I've always lived by the, 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 the credo that boldly walk a path. 
Like, there was so much learned by boldly walking a path. Now, I will say, just to go back to the college thing, if you are boldly walking a path and then boldly walking another path, that can be very expensive paths. <laughs> that might be the most expensive place for you to walk some paths. And and I will say this, here's here's a, uh, for anybody listening to this who is either raising a child who is going through some, something like this or friends with somebody or you are going through something like that, let me just say this. If you are changing majors in college, it better be to a major that is getting you more money. <laughs> no downshifting. Like if you were going to be an architecture student or you were going to be a doctor, you were going to be a lawyer, but now you want to be a sociologist. Just leave, leave. Uh, uh. No, there's plenty of other ways that you can get sociology uh, uh, experience. There's plenty of other ways that you can affect the uh, the 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 regions and people that you want to experience. Don't just go. Now, if you were you were in like underwater basket weaving, and now you want to become a surgeon, okay, take that extra time, spend that extra money. You know, money's gonna be there on the opposite side of that. Just the second you downshift, get the hell out. You're, you're going to be better off saving that money. But I do believe in boldly walking a path. I believe in saying, like, even if you're just doing. Well, I always tell people pick one randomly, but that's not really what I mean. I say pick one randomly because effectively picking one randomly is the quickest way that you can say get to a end point. And no one really picks anything randomly. I could say just pick something randomly. And then you're going to be like, okay, uh, I picked one randomly, but really it was the one that you kind of wanted to do anyway, if that makes sense. Because decision paralysis is the worst. Decision paralysis gets you nowhere. Uh, decision paralysis actively protects you from failure, protects you from moments where you feel less than, but also protects you from any lessons. Protects you from understanding, oh, okay, this is what it took to get from A to B. And that's the good shit. Life is kind of like, fuck life is like a box of chocolates. Life is kind of like crab. Right? It's a real bitch to get to the good shit. <laughs> and eventually you can just say, fuck it, I just don't want to eat crab anymore. But you're going to miss out on that delicious crab meat. Crab meat, in this case, are life lessons. And crab shell is the things you have to go through to get them i don't know what that says about people who like just boil whole crabs and shit though my metaphor does not extend to china <laughs> You can always email the show, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Ken writes, Justin, I posited, I posit rather, that deep nudes are beneficial to all mankind. Deep nudes was the story we talked about last week where an app would, using machine learning, give you a photorealistic possible uh, x-ray specs for women's clothing. So you could put a picture of a fully clothed woman and it would show you what the machine learning believes she looks like naked. Ken is defending this. 
despite the fact that the owner of the app pulled it down. Picture the following scenario. A young Justin is burdened with crippling student loans, and after an ill-advised master's degree in journalism, with no hope of paying those loans off, he turns to pornography. Eventually, he bounces back and becomes a successful podcaster with multiple listeners, only to have one of his rivals use face recognition technology to uncover Justin's lemonparty.biz and send him into a shame spiral that ruins his career and marriage. Without any other options, he turns back to exploiting his body for money. The next thing he knows, he's a, he's a sex slave in Guatemala, wondering where it all went wrong. Now, if some eager pervert could just spool up Justin's LemonParty.biz on the fly, no one would care. No one gets hurt. Everyone wins, especially the perverts. And Justin might even be a little flattered that someone thought of him. Ken, you have written to me uh, defending a point of view that I would like to say uh, I'm going to qualify as ravenous, ravenous pornography user, enthusiast. <laughs> I mean, look, it, but but that does not like you, you have you have done a lot of backflips to mentally justify this. And that's fine. But. Uh, for right now, like that's not the case. A lot of these are just people trying to live their lives. And you got perverts trying to put on machine machine learned titties on them. And that's revealing, right? It's more like x-ray specs. In this case, I had already done pornography. And also, is this a threat? Stop fucking searching my... Stop searching my, my old name. <laughs> Finding all my old porno clips. Scale writes, Your Explosion Day conversation with Mrs. Paramore. Are you guys going to do the name change thing eventually? Or what's the deal there? About reality TV shows got me thinking. Actually, I've had this idea in the works for a little while. It's not exactly reality TV, but more of a theatrical combat. Think WWF with the fakeness and the big names, characters and such, but with guns. On a deserted island in international waters where the authorities uh, uh, where the authorities reach, it's combat unlike anything ever seen before. These men and women have come from all across the globe with one purpose and one purpose only, to test their skills against the toughest warriors on the planet. And it's basically 45 minutes of John Wick types doing John Woo stuff. Uh, yeah, big name characters destroying dozens of mooks. Big name characters commanding squads of mooks against other big name characters. Grudges, dudes coming in to save other dudes in the nick of time. Team ups, good guys, bad guys, the works. I don't know. I'd watch it. Thank you, Scale. Uh, so first things first, uh, with, with Ashley's last name, uh, we, we kept Paramore uh, in, in large part because... She's got her own kind of forward-facing career. Uh, so it didn't really make sense. Like, she wasn't going to... She didn't want to rebrand as Ashley Young. Uh, so that that's that's pretty much that. And also, I had always been of the belief that, like, I was very much for people changing their names if you're upgrading your name. And, like, I don't know, for a chick, Paramore is, like, a really good name. Like, that's a name that you would change your name to. So I never really have a problem with it. Uh, as for that, look, uh, look at other shows. Like, here's the facts, man. Nobody really wants to watch that show unless people are talking about their feelings. Lord of the Flies, feelings. Hunger Games, feelings. People keep talking about their feelings. So if you can do that on that show, which, by the way, is half of reality shows, too, then you got something. If it's just theatrical, then then the, the violence tends to get boring after a while, unless you're, like, really, really, really into, like, 
tactics. If you made it like real sports, then I think people might be into it because they would really get into the maps and the strategies and stuff like that. If it's just about characters killing each other, then you have... I mean, because WWF actually did a, a movie like that that had either... I think Steve Austin in the first one and then like Randy Orton in, in the other one. But it's like a bunch of convicts that killed each other. And there's a bunch of like black market men in suits betting on it. And it was so boring. I can't even remember what it was called. All right. Let's go ahead and get the hell out of here. I want to thank our producers, the Jan PD Rave, non-specific rock and roll Martian. Well, James, the OG Brito. Well, and Chris, you can always email me jurydaily at Gmail. Dot com, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash jury discord. Till next time, friends, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young asking you very politely, might I add, might, might I add, to give a round of applause to Mr. Wack. But more importantly, please don't. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>